Okay, so it's the Are we on? Are we on? We're on, we're on. It's the 30th of May, uh, 2015, and it's the Grouchy Club podcast with... With... Oh, so John, John Fleming. Uh, okay, cop stick. Jacinto Palmieri. Luca Cubani. Hey. Two, two Italians and two Scots. No Englishmen at all. Mm-hmm. I know. And it's very, very good. There's a very powerful and connection between the Italians and the Scots. Well, well, ice cream, basically. Ice cream, chips, pizza. No, but the... Chips. I don't know why. It was after a lot, the... There was a lot of immigration to Scotland. After the, se- was it after the Second World War? Yeah, because of the mines, I think. Well, the mines. 19th, 19th century, I think, yeah. 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 Anyway. But also after the... I mean, there was internment camps for Italians in, in Scotland. Ah, I thought... And I think a lot of people stayed. For the really? ice cream? Well, because, <laughs> they, because they were internment camps, but there was a lot of... Ice cream. Fraternisation. Ah, I guess I. Would you shut up about ice cream? Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah, that's the one. And they're still there. And my best friend in school was called Frida Corrieri. Sometimes. But she. um, Everyone was fine with the Italian thing. My gran was uh, horrified. Really? Because she's like, what? What? My grandmother was convinced. Who was a, she was an amazing woman. She was the first woman in Scotland to drive an ambulance. She drove an ambulance during the war. But she, was, she knew that she could tell a Catholic, from, but at like from, 500 yards. Okay. Uh, this, from, from the smell. Mm, no, well, <laughs> one thing was she said they smelled different. Okay. okay. Must be sexual frustration. Uh, that's the one. But, yeah. she uh, but she said, you can tell them, because they've got wee Catholic eyes <laughs> and a wee Catholic mouth. Which are sm- their eyes are smaller and closer together than Protestant eyes. Really? Did she specify how they smelt? I'm assuming it was of incense or something. Incense. But no, it's just, it's, it's just all these, you know, when you get indoctrinated as people are yeah. by Christianity yeah, in its yeah. various forms. Yeah. You get, I mean, and this, this, was not, this was not an opinion. You know, you couldn't say, look, Gran, have a look at these ten people what you say is self-evidently not yeah, true. Yeah. It wasn't an opinion, it was a belief. Yeah. And you really can't reason people out of their beliefs. And so on that note, we're going to change to PBH, are we, in the Edinburgh Fringe? <laughs> <laughs> I know, I am, uh, I've okay. been outed. Ex- explain the yeah. background. I've been outed as a... Well, you yeah, say. yeah, I mean, uh, the idea was from John, but... Uh, I deny everything. Yeah, I proposed to rebrand Copstick as a PBH apologist. And to that, <laughs> to that, I have to... Uh, I have to plead guilty. <laughs> I have to plead guilty. It's, um, I just, he, he's such an honourable, honest man. Can we help you? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, a gentleman just Yeah, a gentleman just walked in. He's an ex-colleague of mine. Hey! Uh, uh, he came to see my show. Uh, you are online. Oh, yeah, no. you're online now. Oh, uh, Name? Nigel. Nigel, excellent. From the university? No, from uh, work ages ago, from my very first job in London. Yes. And then he went to Australia for how long? Oh, eight years. Just and, back. And now I came back to see my show. Direct from Australia <laughs> yeah, to see Australia. your show. Yes. That is an incredible pool. Should we bring a chair? No, 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 no. Now, we're, uh, we're just doing a podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll, Feel I'll free to listen. No, it's I hilarious. Just, I just wanted to check out where it was. Yeah, no, we're yeah. here. Uh, there's a Weatherspoons upstairs and there's Morrison's over there. It's a BYOB gig. And there's a pound roll around the corner. Yes, there is. Yes. Okay. And there's a in there. I'm out. Let's see you, Nigel. Now that... Oh, one of the joys of all my That is clout. That is clout. Well, people coming from Australia. Coming from Australia. <laughs> yeah. 
very impressive. Um, big lot of pressure on me now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yes. A lot of oh pressure. God. A lot of pressure. So are, are you big down under? Uh, is it, uh, <laughs> you know, knowing your dirty mind and wondering what you mean with that. Uh, All Italians are big down under. <laughs> Uh, um, I did go to, to Australia. I did the Adelaide Festival, ah. which I wasn't that crazy about. I would love to do Melbourne. Melbourne is ba- Melbourne as a city is much more interesting, much more exciting. Why? Well, it's all just it's a big desert with bits around the edge. Yeah, Adelaide is a boring place. Have you been? To no, I've never been to Adelaide, but I've because ju- Adelaide is like Melbourne's a full arts festival, isn't yeah. it? And Adelaide's purely a comedy festival. Actually, I think. I think it's the other way. Adel- oh. Adelaide is a fringe. Melbourne is a comedy ah, festival. The problem is okay. that Adelaide is an open festival as a fringe, while Adelaide is by invitation. Okay. And I haven't been invited yet. If anybody hey. there works for the Melbourne Adelaide, what's festival, wrong with you? Oh, no, is it Melbourne? Melbourne, yes. Melbourne, what's wrong with you? Uh, the regulations are a bit strange. They have different rules if you come from outside Australia or if you come from inside. They're very nativistic, you know, very, uh. very close. To, I don't uh. know. For Aborigines. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, the other, they're, they're quite racist, to be fair, the Australians. <laughs> they are quite yes. racist people. I, I was uh, in, where was I, Perth, which I know is what I believe they call Bogan country. <laughs> but Bogan is like a, um, a Ned. Uh, like a child child. Yeah, yeah. a child, yeah. 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 Um, and uh, we were filming at something called Sexpo. I was filming a series called Porn Week. I've done classy stuff. Surely not. And uh, we were at this sexpo, and I'd never been to Australia before. You've never, you never been down under? I'd I'm going to carry on this. <laughs> hilarious. Why don't you just go and book yourself a venue somewhere on the free fringe? Go get ahead, yeah. And maybe, with a bit of luck, you won't get to do the show. Hey! Um, Bogans, Bogans. Uh, and I thought, oh, well, go out. So I was looking at a map, and there was... There was an area that kind of sounded and looked quite interesting. And I said, oh, what about there? And they went, no, nah, you don't want to go there. It's all natives. <laughs> you go, right, okay. Meaning the originals. Yeah. And you go, not sure I'm comfortable with this, yeah. but that's what they're all like. I, don't, I didn't... But if it's an exaggeration, they're all like that. Well, <laughs> in Perth, it just seemed to be the accepted, the accepted way to be. And they are really... I... I because I'm an appalling person, I actually found it hilarious, the kind of sexism. It was just funny. I kind of feel this is xenophobia, surely. Relentless and very, very funny, because it was so ridiculously over the top. Anyway, we are in Shepherd's Bush, we are surrounded by Australians. I know, I know. We should, yeah, shut up. (laughs) But everything, you know, people say about, uh, oh, you don't want to go to Italy as a single woman because you'll be harassed. So that's so reasonable. Everybody harasses you and... You see, to some people that would probably be constitute harassment. Yeah, Jada has a very good routine about it in her new show about, I, you know, I don't want to anticipate stuff of her show. But, she uh, had to do? Uh, Jada Garofalo. Mm, she did a very good preview of her new show. Yesterday. And is she... Are we too early? No, you're never too early. We're just doing a bit of a podcast here. More people. Yeah, more people are arriving. More people. Say hello to the World Wide Web. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> see, people, more people are coming to see my show. This is fantastic. Yes. I'm um, so happy. At, at this point, we better explain why we've got Italians. Why we've got Italians? Because they're wonderful people. I'm going to remove this. <coughs> I, I was going to go for it 
and if as you my ask new Greek. loop. Yeah. Yeah. Hi. Hi. Nice to meet you. Seaside. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Michele Cecchi. Michele Michele, it's my grandfather's name. Ah, okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, no, no. oh look. A donation. Oh, my God. Oh, show, show it's it's a donation. Money is being handed over, dear listeners. Yes. <laughs> Before like, seeing no, my show, should, that's, you, that's, should, you should hand well, it over no, to me. Yeah, thank you. What, what thank if you, you don't like much. the show? I don't know. Uh, then I will demand it. <laughs> yeah, um, there are little snacks in there. It's a BYOB. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, on account of the fact we're not licensed. Bring your own booze. Oh, okay. But... Morrison's have a fabulous selection. Thank Morrison's. Oh, yeah. yeah. We have cups. You, have you bring cups. the booze. We bring the booze. Yeah. It's more money. Thank you very much. I'm loving it. This is a very belated present for you. I'm loving it. It's from last summer, remember, but I forgot Fantastic. to bring it. Fantastic. I, I need to show this to the camera. Oh, yes, please. Oh, my Look at this. This is fantastic. Thank you so much. The Wagner experience. Can you explain it to the world, please? Yeah. This is a, the two-volume Wagner experience, and it's meeting to us by Dr. Paul Dawson-Bowling. Uh, Dr. Dawson-Bowling was a physician, is a physician in, in Faversham, but he's been a, long, a lifelong Wagner enthusiast. He's been to Bayreuth many times. He was the chairman of the Wagner Appreciation Society in London, and he's written a two-volume book, which has been a big success in the opera world, and he autographed a copy for Jacinto oh, because he yeah. heard about his show. Thank so. you so much. Thank you so much. <laughs> wow. Yay. I read it myself. It's Thanks. very detailed. Uh, great. Wow. Another uh, total enthusiast like yourself. Thanks. Another crazy ringhead. Yeah. So basically. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm. Are you, as an Italian, yeah. you know, home of opera? I know. Are you even allowed? to be as obsessed with Wagner as you are. Aren't they going to strip you of your Italian I like the paradox of it. I love that kind of... I think for our dear listeners, you'd explain why Wagner is relevant to anything. Wagner is relevant, relevant to everything. No, no, because no, you're, you're doing a show tonight, as we record this. Well, ah, yes, yeah, because tonight we are doing a show for uh, Mama Biashara. Mm. Fundraiser. Yeah, fun We've got 15 quid already, yes. and he hasn't even started. <laughs> yes. It's marvellous. We've got a man who's come straight from Australia, yeah. and 15 quid, and a, a, a free copy of the oh, seminal work on Wagner. Exactly. Right. It's going so well. Yes. Autographed. Autographed. By Wagner. Exactly. Just going astoundingly yeah, well. Indeed. So you're, in, you're so obsessed with Wagner yeah. that you two, and it's not an obvious, not an obvious of choice for comedy. Not. Of course it's not. <laughs> because you did, you did this show last year. Yes, actually I did uh, a bit of survey about, you know, cross-referencing people interested in comedy, people interested in Wagner. Was there anyone? Yes, I came out with my target audience was Stephen Fry. Hey! So, Unfortunately, that's going to be the opening joke of my show. That's which, I, oh. which already so that's good. You can come in late. Yes. We'll look surprised. Yeah. 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 But this is the last time you're going to perform this show, isn't it? Well, that's the marketing oh. idea. Yeah. But uh, last, last sounds so... I know. Definitely. I admit, once I printed up the little thing, it did sound a bit threatening. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> last ever <laughs> performance. Yes, yes. He will ignite at the end. Indeed. <laughs> was that a bit of an ignite at the end? Well, was that, that a bit of an Italian accent you were attempting? No, so it's more like Chris Linen doing the uh, up the arse. No. Mm, no. no, no, no. Um, <laughs> so, a, this amazing act called Chris Linen, uh, who, whose whole act culminated in running naked round the stage 
and sometimes auditorium with a lit firework stuck up his arse. Wow, a bit like Bob Slay, yeah. Mm. I can see his time there. It's a Friday already. I can, <laughs> see, I can see Bob going that way. <laughs> so a three-stage room and candle with We'll come back shortly. Mm-hmm. We're just going to grab so, some more. So it was... The people have gone now, dear listeners. It, it was and it is brave to, A, to take something as, as honest as that. Because, I mean, if, if people really hate the show, it's not just, well, I didn't like the material. We're still talking about You're the, the Roman telling Campbell. them about your passion. And if they're like, no, oh, this is dull, then they're not only dissing you, they're dissing Ricard. I'm not sure. I would just mean that I haven't managed to transfer my passion for him, you know, for his work. So at the end, whatever you're talking about, you're always talking about yourself. You always talk about your relationship to whatever you're talking about. So, uh, you know, I'm trying to make this show as personal as possible. You mm. know? It is about Wagner, it is about the ring, but it's uh, mainly about what it means for me, my passion for it, and if I can manage the trans to communicate my passion for it, hopefully people will relate to that because everybody's passionate about something. Mm. So maybe people will not like Wagner, but maybe will like, I don't know, tennis the same, yeah. with the same yes. intensity. Yes. So if I can communicate why I love Wagner so much. Maybe people who love tennis so much mm. will relate to the passion. Uh, this is what I'm trying to do. I'm a Verdi girl myself. Uh, Verdi is a great uh, I stood Scottish opera longer ago than I'm prepared to admit. Well, it must have been like 1970-something, the mid-70s. 18, uh, 1870s? <laughs> and um, I went to see La Traviata. Yes. And at that time... They weren't so big on, you know, elf and safety, so you were allowed to stand at the back. Yeah. And I went to see it on the Monday, and I was so overcome, I stood at the back every night, seven nights in a row, just to watch it. It's oh. still, it would be the uh, Act 2, Scene 2 would still be, no, Act 2, Scene 1 uh, would still be my Desert Island discs. But are you going Desert. to miss going up to Edinburgh this year? Well, I will go for a week, 10 days. I will take part to the collective London Puma show. Um, What's the London Puma show? Yeah, it's, um, you know, the London Puma or Puma Londinese is a comedy club in London which uh, mm, allows we Italian comedians to perform in Italian. Um, and we invite what we call the foreigners to perform in English. <laughs> That's us. And it's every fortnight, isn't it? Yeah. And, and so we're going to do two nights in Edinburgh. Uh, I think we are... Who is... I mean, I'm going to play the second night. You are going to play both of them or the first? I have an idea. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just remember that I'm going to play the second night on the 20th and there is a first night on the 13th of August. And I will go for that reason. I will go to interview people for my PhD. But I'm, I don't have a new show ready yet because I'm, doing a, I'm writing a show about my university experience. Problem is I started in October, so I don't have enough of it yet. <laughs> you but haven't pro- had it. Yes, yes, the problem with life is it doesn't always run at the pace you need to mm. film a one-hour show for Edinburgh every year. So I will, I will need a bit more of time. Yeah, so it. it's life that needs to change. It's really life, yes. The problem with doing autobiographic shows is that you need life for it. Uh, That's a big problem. And you're, this, is your second, this will be your second year, This Luca? is, is, is Copsi, yeah, Cop- talking to Luca. Luca hmm? Cupani, uh, so... You must have enjoyed last year, because you've lo- stayed. Yes, I love it, thanks to Jacinto also, because he, I'm quite naive, I didn't know many uh, things about comedy, 
and uh, he was my I, I called him my Virgil as you say Virgin 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 because I it's, it's beautiful, but if you don't know how to move, if you, mm. and if you don't know many things about com- comedy, you can get lost easily. So last year I ended up, uh, I ended up at midnight thirty, in the Free Sister. Uh, it was interesting. It was, yeah, it was, it was uh, interesting. very. Uh, you I managed think, very well with it. Uh, you know, with the difficulties of the situation, you did brilliantly. I had no pressure because I couldn't see the audience if there, <laughs> if there were any, and I couldn't <laughs> hear to their laughter. So you know, you just talk. And you hope someone's there is enjoying. And are you still? Because um, one of the, the most incredible things about you last year was that it was more or less uh, a fresh hour every night. Is yes. this is this yeah, still your modus operandi? Yeah, but after the first week last year, I realized that I had to uh, keep something because I couldn't find something new every day. So I, I not enough life was going yes, by. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and so uh, this year I will have like maybe twenty minutes that. Uh, I'm almost uh, sure about, and then, yes, 30 minutes that will have to be made made up uh, but, during the. Wow. Uh, but this time I'm. It's so brave. Yes, wow. it's crazy, but in a positive way. How did you a fresh air every time last year? Mm-hmm. Almost, I saw his show almost every night, and I didn't get bored at all. Mm-hmm. You know, because it was fresh. It was but, new. How did you do a fresh one every night? Because I didn't. Right, because uh, I didn't write a show because uh, I wanted to go to the fringe even if I didn't know what it was about. And Jacinto gave me the contact of Alex Petty from for Laughing Horse. So I emailed him and I asked him, can you give me five to ten minutes for doing an open spot? And he told me, we just book entire shows of one hour length. So I said, fine. <laughs> I will do one hour. <laughs> it's one hour. And I had just the, t- the title was Free Fall that suited suit me. Good. And so I went on stage. But after the very first in the very first night, after 10 minutes, I ran out of my material, so I had to... But you generated a lot of material on stage. You were mm. brilliant. Yeah. You, but because also the, 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 the venue was so strange that you could make jokes about the venues. This year is a more, tradi- more traditional venue. It's a bus. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bus. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I can't wait because... You're on Bob Slayer's Blunderbuss. Yes, and I'm, I'm glad because I'm in the afternoon, uh-huh. late afternoon, so there, there's a chance I have real audience, not too drunk people, mm-hmm. maybe. And so Bob will be drunk, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but uh, yes, that's true. But uh, people would be, if there are people that I think I can uh, interact. I can't wait to be there, but uh-huh. I haven't written anything. So, And in this period where everyone is doing previews, yeah. I, I enjoy previews, but then I think I should do my homework maybe. <laughs> but I, you are doing a preview here, aren't you? Yeah. Pre- it's just more. What I day? Try t- on the 1st of July. 1st of July. With the, along with Romina Puma. She's doing Along with Romina Puma. But I will just. I need to find the pace to do at least 30, 40 minutes of talking. Because but it's, it's a whole other way of working. And you, you shouldn't be bullied into working yeah. other people's way. I mean, one of my favorite uh, quotes of all time, it's Ray Bradbury. Yeah. And he says, we should all be jumping off cliffs and working out how to land on the way down. Fantastic. Yeah, that's, um, that's, that's what you're doing. Uh, yeah. My title is still falling, so I think it's, uh, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's uh, this uh, yeah. Not crash yet. <laughs> 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 yeah, still falling. But yeah, I did just one of the... I remember, and it's possibly slightly uh, unfair, but I remember the year uh, Reg D. Hunter did White Woman, and I saw it uh, the very f- uh, for the very first time, and I was blown away. I mean, it was... Electric, it was unbelievable. And uh, then I went to see again, I was on the Perrier panel then, 
And I went into bat for it in a big, big <coughs> way uh, because there were people on the panel who didn't even want it to be eligible. They said it was racist and sexist, neither of which it was. <coughs> uh, but I got it on the, on the short list, so you have to go and see it again. And when I went to see it again, I realised... I can't believe how stupid I was. It wasn't real. You know, because every kind of pause and thinking and little reg-type noise and, you know, stroking his jawline, that was all directed. And, I mean, I, I felt, A, stupid, and B, kind of betrayed. And I, I, I think that while there's a lot to be said for, for professionalism and all of that, I kind of have a, a gut need for real. And, you know, and, and that, like, free fall, that without a net, that this might be funny or it might... I mean, like Bob used to do, you know, this Phil Kay, Ross Noble used to do it. All these... And you would... I would go and see some rubbish gigs and then you'd get something brilliant. Because somebody who's genuinely... I would rather see someone who's genuinely talented try and fail than someone... There's a chance yeah, it, yeah. Might, it might happen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you are calling yourself generally talented. Well hey. done, brilliant. <laughs> That's the spirit. For those who don't know, though, you're actually a, a comedy critic for the Scotsman during the Edinburgh Fringe, aren't you? Who, who you, doesn't know? Me. You, are, you can't fool me. <laughs> me, yes. But the audience, the audience this may book? not know that. And in fact, this week... Some don't worry, there's only about five people listen to this, and they're all our <laughs> friends. They all know. Although, hopefully, we might garner uh, an audience in Australia now. Yeah, yes. but, but they also know that uh, some, some performer did a love letter to you uh, this, this week, didn't they? Who was uh, that? <clears throat> Jacinto. Well, it was all but deserved, it, all felt and all deserved. What sort was, of love letter was this? Well, it wasn't it was a love it, letter. It was, a, it was a wonderful, wonderful piece of... Writing. Going, I, was, I, ju I just I shared my ideas on why Copstick is so important uh, to remind us of the need to be passionate about comedy. The fact that comedy and the arts in general should be about passion. And mm. so the passion that she's bringing to her criticism, I think, is very important. It's very important to remind us of, of that. And also the original way of thinking that you are bringing to it, and that you apply to this one as well. You know, to, to the way you approach problems in, in Africa. You mm. know, I, I really see. Um, this, this is the member be a share of charity. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So something that's. Um, it was just. A, it was absolutely glorious. B, it was really well written. But you, you know, so somebody posted uh, a link to that article with a comment, who is that cunt? Mm. And, you know, I was really offended by that little vile word. Who? who? <laughs> After six years in comedy, come on. Oh, hopefully this will get me a bit more... Uh, yeah. Love. yeah, absolutely. I, hopefully the next time I'll do something like this, we'll say, oh, I know that cunt. Yeah, exactly. You know? Are but you the cunt? Yes, yeah. that would be a great progress. You can, you can put on your poster that cunt. I mean... Uh, who, no, who is that cunt? Yes. But um, we have... the, the Jacinto has spawned really what is turning into an entire genre because after uh, the the author of that uh, brilliant uh, interrogative who is that cunt <laughs> he followed that up with um well it wasn't really 
a satirical take well, on who's what... This? Who's this? Michael Legg. I would have expected something better from him. It was kind of a, a really <coughs> nebby, some... kind of vicious, but not particularly well-written parody of Jacinto's... And a paradise author now, it's amazing. I feel yeah. like, uh, I don't know, Bruno Gantz. Exactly. <laughs> and now, uh, just before we went on, on we, iPhone or whatever, whatever we're on. Um, yes. uh, I, I got an email from the inimitable, indomitable Lynn Ruth Miller. Uh, and uh, she has, in turn written a letter parodying Michael Legs. <laughs> we we uh, don't know if Steve Bennett has accepted it yet. We don't know if Steve I Bennett... I hope he will. Yeah, hope we, he will. we hope that Steve... Um, who, who's Steve? Steve? Steve Bennett of Chort. You really just hear as a footnote, aren't you? I am. No, anytime somebody mentions anything. And who is that? <laughs> so, uh, thank you, John. Steve Bennett uh, of Chortle, uh, the the website of choice for thinking comedians everywhere. Uh, apart from the... Gra- Do we have a website? We do, the gradueclub.co.uk. Well, there we are. That must be interesting. I've never seen it. Never mind. Anyway, so so after Michael parodied Jacinto, Lynn Ruth has now parodied Michael. <laughs> I can't Maybe I should parody Lynn Ruth Miller <laughs> and write a love letter to Jacinto oh, and bring it full circle. <laughs> there we are. So that's, that's it all sorted out. <laughs> but it's... Um, I, I, I found that whole thing a little bit sort of disappointing and well, what was disappointing well just the the the, the mirthless attitude oh. of everyone Shappy Corsandi wrote uh, would people please stop uh, mentioning me because she couldn't bear to have my name on her timeline I saw that <laughs> I know what did you do to Shappy Corsandi I've nothing I don't know what so I've done a PBH apologist I think <laughs> I'm a PBH apologist yeah. that's yeah. probably it so um uh, what else were we going to talk about? Well, I, 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 I the Grouchy Club. Not no, all the problems. Not all the problems. Half the problems of the Cowgate Head hoo ha uh, would not be such big problems if people, you know, even people on the free fringe, didn't insist on putting themselves in the big brochure. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people who go to free fringe venues, they pick up the free fringe's own brochures. So. Mm-hmm. Because I even paid advertising on the brochure, and Aye. I think it was useful to me. Really? Yeah. No, it was, that's about £1,500 or something, isn't it? You mean a quarter uh, page? Yeah, when I, when I had a job, this, yes. This is, ah. When I had a job, I could do that. This is in the Fringe programme. Quarter page advert costs about 1500 quid, I think. I mean, it's, it's, it's yes. outrageous. But, um, I, mean, I, I mean, we're not in the programme, are we, John? No, we're not in the programme. because Why I, are we not in the programme, John? See, I'm being the footnote now. We're impoverished, we're Scottish, and we know a lot of Jews. That's probably it. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Our audiences are so small that we can actually go around and individually invite people in. Our audiences are so small <laughs> that Ronnie Corbett looks down on them. <laughs> but, but also the other reason was, in fact, uh, with the Grouchy Club last year, we didn't really want to attract ordinary punters, ordinary members of the public. Anyway. John, be honest, we wanted to attract anybody. Yeah, well, all through my life, that's been the case. I know. <laughs> yeah, that is the story of my life as well. I've tried advertising, quarter page adverts, nothing. 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 No. Oh, well, Luca was there almost every, every day. Yeah. So yeah. After you introduced me to that, because I. It I was wonderful. We did, we had our regulars. Yeah. Uh, like Luca, who did, how many? You did little 10 minute spots quite often. 
Yeah, and uh, and I met there uh, Paul Ricketts. Mm. Medical no, no, medical. Yeah. No, oh, I know what else. I mm, sorry. Uh, but but we are we are in a brochure with the incre- increasingly prestigious Malcolm Hardy Awards yeah, on the twenty eighth. Brilliant show. Two, 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 two uh, variety show. I will. I always plan my going to Edinburgh if I don't do the entire run, to, hey. in order to see that show. Wonderful. It's brilliant. And you know, I think we've been really rather prescient in our choice of. Um, I mean, Trevor Noah act most likely to make a million quid. Well, this, this, yes, this year. I mean, Trevor Noah, most likely to make a million quid, Malcolm Hardy Awards is now presenting the Daily Show instead of John Watson. And so very likely to make a million quid. And uh, and uh, the man who's named... Oh, God almighty. Who? The first winner. Uh, the first, oh, yeah. Oh, no. See, I, knew, I wasn't there then. It was pre-me. Was it really? I thought you were yeah. there the whole time. Was it, was it was pre-use? No, pre-me. Yeah. That's not nice, come on. No, well, Dr Coca-Cola McDonald's won one. Well, BBC yeah. before Comstock. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> it. That's <laughs> it's like, um, yeah, it's like the Big Bang. What was there before? Do we care? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you read the Big Bang, the, the programme is now going to donate money to get... Uh, Interesting projects off the ground. And I didn't read pe- that. Send yeah. people to university. Good grief. Yeah, and in a scientific way. So if you've got a great idea. Now, talking of interesting people. Um, I'm free. I went to see uh, who's also going to be up in Edinburgh, but only for two or three. I mean, like a bit like Jacinto. Uh, I had a lovely evening out with Liz Carr. Yeah. Brilliant, brilliant comedian and woman. Yeah, uh, who's now starring in Silent Witness. Um, so I was with her and her lovely Joe, her lovely lady wife. We went to see a recording of the John Bishop show, starring Tanya Lee Davis. Oh, she was brilliant. She absolutely rocked it. And he has, I think, he genuinely has kind of curated the shows himself because. Most, almost all the people are people he's worked with. Hal Crattenden was on. He was wonderful. Uh, and what was... Glenn Rule is going to be uh, on it, which is fantastic. Canadian guy. Yeah, if yeah. he back to Canada. Uh, just brilliant, Glenn Rule. Well, is going to write a love letter to Glenn Rule. I'll write a love letter to Glenn Rule. Um, uh, but uh, Tom Stade yeah. was on. And I, I, I haven't seen Tom Stade <laughs> for a while. Sorry, I don't know him. Sorry, oh, so he's an American. He came over oh, many, many years ago uh, and did a play called True West with Phil Nichol. And, um, and he did uh, an hour stand-up and it was brilliant. It was fantastic. Uh, and then his next show wasn't so great. And the show after that, I thought, was absolutely appalling. And I kind of haven't been back to see him since. So I don't know how he's gone, but uh, his uh, PR this year, uh, as she pinned me to the wall, (laughs) said, oh, he's wonderful, he's great, he's really back on form, he's tremendous. And so uh, I met him at the Hackney Empire. I'd gone round to leave a little gift for Tanya Lee, and Tom was there very uncoolly smoking one of these electronic (laughs) cigarettes. Nobody can be cool smoking an electronic cigarette. Anyway, vaping, he was vaping. (laughs) And... um, so he's like, yeah, Capstick, yeah, great to see you. Uh, that's how he talks. Hi, I'm Tom Stade. I'm the coolest man in comedy. So uh, I was very interested because I thought, this is great. Uh, I'll see. And then if he's back on form, uh, I'll go and see him in Edinburgh and make his PR a very happy woman and she can stop pursuing me. <laughs> um, and it was 
an odd set for something which is as I mean it's on at 9:45 BBC One on a Saturday night. So for this is a huge opportunity for acts who are mainly people who've who are on the circuit but have not had uh, television exposure. So for the first five minutes, he talked about how good-looking he was. And I know it was meant to be ironic, I know, but um, didn't come across as particularly ironic, although I do appreciate that it was. And then halfway through, he started on this kind of riff and then just dropped off the end. And he kind of said, and I, I don't know what happened after that. And then did a kind of like cut and straight into the next bit. And you think, fucking hell. Hell. I mean, I know, like, with Luca, um, to, to keep it fresh and not do the same stuff all over again, but if you are going, BBC One, 9.45, Saturday night, the John all. Bishop show, you really need to know that you're going to nail it. This is a very negative end. Who, who, who's going to be big at the fringe this year? <laughs> who's going to be big at the fringe from, this uh, year? Luca. The Italians. Yes. I'm desperate. The now there's... Um, oh, I tell you. Oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Another PR. Be who shall be nameless. Melbourne. Madeleine Bennett. Mm-hmm. Um, she came in yesterday with her list, and her list is terrific. But I cannot wait. I might break the habit of a lifetime uh, and go and see a preview, because I just can't wait to see it. John Robertson. In, in, in a light room? Uh, no, uh, it's his new show. It just sounds superb. Well, it is brilliant. What's it called? Do you it remember? It just sounds superb. So superb that I've momentarily forgotten the name of it. He's doing two <laughs> shows, actually. Uh, he's doing two shows, but um, his main show... Ah, uh, it's called Redecorating... Something or just redec... I don't know. And um, Good Grief... It's another comic. They're flooding in. You see, not only do we have people where you were podcasting, not only do we have people from uh, Australia flooding in, from Kenya as well. I cannot miss this opportunity. Hello. How are you? I'm fine. We're very nearly finished. I'm just, um, yes, so John Robertson, that's who's going to be brilliant. I think he's so, going to so be fantastic. So PR works, you're saying. Hiring a PR works. From the US? From the US. From the US. From Australia? This is, it's, this is, I'm so impressed with your audience. Someone from Liverpool. Wow. <laughs> mm, okay. <laughs> if you've got a bicycle, lock it up. So I think we're now disintegrating, aren't we? Oh, we are. We're, we're, yes, we're falling off the edge here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because it's all getting too exciting and I can't wait for... I mean, Jacinto has to go and do his yeah. warm-up yoga... Uh, his what? stretches, his vocal exercises, <coughs> and um, and write the end for the show because he's uh, he's been heavily influenced now by Luca <laughs> and he's decided to ch- hey hey it's another oh no look hang on we're so we're so um, wheelchair unfriendly actually it's like a yeah. Yeah, here she comes. Romina Puma. Romina Puma, ladies and gentlemen. And Federica Bonomi. Hey, it's, it's, well, yes, we are. We're, we're falling apart. So, so, so falling on, apart now. So on that note, we'll say goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. goodbye, goodbye, goodbye ciao, goodbye, ciao. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. Bella. Bye.